Before we get started, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, your Kindle, Android device, iPad, whatever. You can find Audible. And uh, Audible is a pretty sweet service. I've used it before. I've gotten books for that I needed to read for school. Perfect. Not necessarily like a textbook, but it was like a a signed book. Right. And I was like, I don't want to read this. Oh, I thought you just said I don't have time to read this. Well, also time is a factor, but I was like, why can I? Why would I read this when I can listen to this on on the go on Audible? On Audible, and that was a a number of years ago. I've been a supporter of Audible, loyal contributor. Contributor. Yeah, it's true. Contributor, contributor. Yeah. Whatever way you want to say it, whatever way your little heart desires, you can. Audiobooks, no movins. No, no movins. Just Just audiobooks. Nobody will get that till the end of the podcast. That's fine. Look forward to that. Look forward to it. Look forward to someone who just misspeaks the hell out of fucking words. It's terrible. (laughs) So, uh, you can get. So many awesome books. Jim Henson, the biography is Whoa, one that no, I gotta, listen to. You got to leave off, or where do we leave off? Or um, Stephen Koontz, just kidding. Dean Koontz, <laughs> not Stephen Koontz. <laughs> Stephen King, Dean Koontz. I can't merge them. They somebody, fuse. somebody needs to take one of each of their fill like books and make a film, like combine it. Yeah, now I'm trying to just combine. Phantoms combined with Cujo. Good, that works. I was trying to find a way to can. Cantums. There you go. Perfect. Done. All right, move on. What else we got to talk about? <laughs> You can't read Cantums because it doesn't exist or listen to it on Audible. Uh, Jim Henson, the biography you can listen to. You great, can't. great listen. To, uh, the guy who narrated it was a fantastic. <laughs> Stephen King's It is on there. Uh, Astrophysics for people in a hurry. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he reads it. It's on there. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So, uh, Audible, check it out. For you, the listeners of the B-Movie Breakdown Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can download any of those books we mentioned before or any other audiobook for free by trying audible.com. To download those, go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash bmovie for your free audiobook today. Now, check out a sweet-ass ad from another podcast on the FCF Network. Sweet-ass. Ah, yes, it's Couch Pilots, the show that dares to fly into the unknown territory of awful television pilots of the past. Join Captain Blake Clayton and me, the Bottle Cap Kid, as we soar through the skies while discussing television shows that had one and only one episode. We'll dig into behind-the-scenes facts that may or may not be interesting, break down why it didn't work, unearth reviews from around the world, and provide our very own special brand of rating. So click a blue link, say hi to Tarmac John, and become one of our very own frequent flyers by subscribing in iTunes or your favorite podcast app of choice, and earn points towards an array of surprise prizes. Check out new episodes every Monday, and don't forget to rate us, leave us a review, and tell a friend. And as always, we're proudly part of the FCF Network family of shows at fcfnetwork.com. Well, these pilots are usually rough, but it's always a smooth flight here on Couch Pilots. Thanks, everyone. Hope to see you soon. Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 160. 160, that's an even number. This is our sweet 60, 16 Sweet 16 man. It's a thing.
Nobody says that. They will now. Nobody says the number 160 as 16 Hashtag 116 I threw one in there. Because <laughs> I can't talk. Hashtag 16 Nobody, nobody's listening to anything you say. No, this, this is not point. this is not episode one thousand one hundred and sixty. No. It's episode. We'll get there, but sixteen o sixteen zero. Like your sweet sixteen o. Yeah, but nobody says. So, that. All right, fine. Sweet sixteen zero. Yeah, nobody says that. Bad. Nobody says a lot of things until yeah, somebody says, says it. Nobody until says... somebody innovates. Sometimes things don't get done. Well, here in the B Movie Breakdown, we innovate every week. We are innovators, I guess, every single week. And I'm Corey. Yeah, my name's. Um, Nicholas. Nicholas the Innovator. That's what they call him. Oh, that's the best nickname I've gotten so far, you chunky monkey. I was just going to say the chunky monkey you innovator. Cyborg chunky monkey piece of shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh I don't think I ever called you piece of shit. Well, I, I mean, with, maybe with your eyes you did. You yeah, thought about I it. I mean, it wasn't just with my eyes. Oh, what else? Just <laughs> <laughs> with my ears. <laughs> I, got, I called you a piece of shit with my ears. So, out of control! <laughs> the B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget, not low-budget, lesser-known films. Sometimes. Sometimes, but awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. fuck. You can listen to us on our website, bmbpodcast.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. Click it. Whatever you use, subscribe on there. Or, or I mean, if you just want to give us a listen on there. Give us a listen. Listen on there, but subscribe. That's, listen that's up. That's more important. If you want to leave a review on the uh, iTunes uh, or podcast app. Do it. What happens? Do it and uh, mention a movie you want us to watch, and we will watch it for sure. You can also reach us on our website, bmbpodcast.com. Uh, at our email, bmbpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, give us a like on there. Like that. Uh, on Twitter, at bmbpodcast. And on Instagram, at bmoviebreakdown. Like it. Just do hashtag bmbpodcast. That's also a thing. Uh, you can find us that way. Instagram is de- Instagram and Facebook are like the two, the two go-tos for us. Um, also, real quick, uh, the Twitch channel is uh yeah new shit twitch.tv slash bmovie breakdown plays you can just search bmovie breakdown on there you'll find it right away uh we've streamed about like three times now it's been happening like once a once a week ish and uh so what's his who do you stream with he's a different uh, guy for, uh, he's not me former guest so well you'll be a current guest again in the future someday right but he was a former guest truth former and future guest yes pat he yeah. uh he has streamed with me i did one stream alone by myself. I don't want to see your lone streams. It's weird. Doing it by yourself is weird. That's that's always true. It's, it's In a, most situations, it's, a, it's, it's always it's doing a, it by yourself is yeah, a little weird. It's weird. So, it's better with a friend. Right. It's better. It's always better with a friend. So B-Movie Breakdown plays. If you like watching a uh, live streaming of like retro video games, that's what's going on on there. So check us out there as well. A uh, quick shout out to Tandem Take Podcast. Uh, check them out on Twitter yeah. and Instagram and uh, SoundCloud. You can uh, get their shit on their iTunes and everything else to attend them. Take podcast uh, Wolf and Shaw doing a great job over there. Can you and, listen to that on a Zoom? No. Okay. Unless you download it and then put it onto a Zoom. Got it. Pat did that with our podcast. He downloaded it and put it. I and saw put it on a Zoom. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Zoom uh, tunes. Also, we are part of the FCF network. Go to fcfnetwork.com to check out all the awesome podcasts do it. that exist over there. Nick, do you have some plugs before we get into this week's movie? Yes, I am a writer and an illustrator, and I have my own stories that I have written and illustrated on Scatterville.com. Um, 
completed chapters are up there now. Click on the universe tab and you can read um, um, three different stories. One story section, there's a little, um, each page is a different universe because the multiverse is a thing. All these stories take place in different universes unless stated otherwise. Um, but click on the universe tab, read stories about um, uh, superhero, unlikely heroes and unlikely villains. And the story of a robot whose life is about to get a lot worse. Follow me on the Instagram at, at Scatterville Stories. And like my Facebook page. I need, like, I need, be my like number 12. Jack it up to 12. Scatterville Stories, like me. I feel me. like you need to promote that more. I feel like I should. I also feel like maybe I'll just send out a mass thing to get some of my friends on board. Yeah, maybe. invites. I guess. I mean, I always hate when people do that, but it's like, yeah, I've done Check it before my stuff. for ours. I don't know how the Facebook algorithm works. Like, I I'll share the page, and then who even sees right. it? I usually do I mean? the invites to people I know will be interested in the thing, or I know will support the thing. Not people that I'm just randomly like whatever, and I don't feel like they might not have any interest in this. Right, Those people I'm not bothering. Well, I'm gonna. I should send a mass out just to everybody who I'm friends with, and just like we'll, we'll see what or happens. Or them to like your Instagram or something. Like, hey, like us on Facebook. <laughs> I I need to post more than the, the Instagram. It's like the Facebook logo. Been, Just post the Facebook logo in your post. In the past, I had put out like pages like three times a week, which is cool. But I mean, when I watch TV myself, usually, unless like something like fucking wrestling, which is live every week, usually like I like to watch things in chunks. So like I'm thinking about just getting a, like a whole chapter done and like mm -hmm. promote the release date and promote that heavily. And like, bam, right. read this. Here's a whole chapter. Boom. That's what I'm thinking. Boom. But uh, I also made Donald Punk Music, Terrible Lizards, Bandcamp, and YouTube with my cohort, Andrew Malcolm Vaughn, Utah Raptor. Sweet deal. Check Very it out. Sweet. Check out the tunes. Check out the art. Check out the stories. Do it. This week on the podcast, the doctor is in... He is. ...sane. Yeah. This week we watched Dr. Giggles from 1992. Say it out loud with a straight face, you good listener. Dr. Giggles. So this week, uh, we're you continuing... What, this week? You, no, you said Dr. Giggles too many oh. times, so not laugh when you say it. Right. You're used to it. It's we, normal uh, now. We, we are continuing our month of horror. Yeah, it's horrifying. Because so, it's uh, October, time for Halloween, time to get your... I mean, you watch horror movies all the time. We do it all the time. But focusing a full four weeks on just horror. Same thing with the Instagram, 31 Days of Horror, suggesting horror movies every day for people to watch. And, you know, people yeah. are always looking for suggestions of horror movies around this time of year. So why not keep that going? Uh, but anyways, this week on the podcast, like I said, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. Town has a doctor, and his name is Rendell. Stay away from his house, cause he's a doctor from hell. He's chopped up his patients, every last one, and cut out their hearts purely for fun. So if you're from more high, and you should get sick, then fall to your knees and pray you die quick. Well, that's the podcast. It's <laughs> being with your breakdown. <laughs> My name is Nick. This is Corey. <laughs> Tune in next week for the best of the worst. <laughs>
Holy shit! I felt I just felt we we should start off by reading that entire by the reading the uh, the nursing rhyme. It was a good decision. Sets the tone. Sets the tone for because uh, he did have his own for like yeah. I mean that was his dad though. It's true. That had it was the, that his had father. Rhyme. So not, like not so much the uh, we basically this movie basically is a sequel to a movie that never happened. Pretty much. I mean, really, it is. I mean, you get the flashbacks, right? Which you know you probably would have got if it was a sequel. Maybe. I mean, there's there's a lot of murdering going on. Right. In 1957? Um, something like that because he, he was, was born in 52. Admitted in uh, 59. 59. So that means for two years he's just roaming around? Oh my God. I mean. Oh my God. When your dad he's is. just a little boy. When your dad is that crazy. Yeah. And he's cutting up people's hearts. His wife, for fun. Was, his wife was sick. It started off trying to figure out how to replace hearts, which. I don't think anyone thought this through. <laughs> no, he's just like, oh my god, I gotta replace my wife's heart. What if I just start cutting out other people's and trying to put them in her? Yeah, exactly. What if? Oh, nothing works. He was ahead of the. He was ahead of the game. I mean, he was. I'm sure people would have loved to do heart transplants a hundred years before he was doing what he was doing, but they. Right, but he was all about you know heart transplants way before there was even a thing. Yeah, he's an innovator. Yeah. What if I put this heart? Her heart's sick. What if I put in a good heart? What if I just rip things apart and try to shove them I mean, you probably just shouldn't rip them out of people that are still living. What if I... Ins Never mind. I mean, that's jumping ahead, but not really because the, the timeline fits. Because right. she dies, he goes crazy. And then what if... What if the towns... And then because he kills like seven people. Yeah. Daddy kills seven people. And the kid. He helped. Well, the kid participated, right? Yes. Right. So the townspeople are like, fuck this. And they drag him out of the house, I guess, and stone him to death. Ah! That takes a long time to stone somebody like, to death. 59? They, they didn't have to stone him. No, they dragged him out. You just shot his ass. No, they stoned him. They could have done a lot of things. They stoned him. Because it was, it was like, it was, it was like they didn't want to use burning because then it's Yeah, like it's too, Freddy. It's too, too right. close to Freddy. Yeah, he walks a fine line. And then the dad, and it's like, why isn't the dad like the villain then at that point? It's like, Right, but no, because dad, daddy gets, daddy is the villain, gets taken out, but then they never know what happens to the kid. So what you, what you do when you're a sicko daddy is you, it's you dead, dead, you, you use a dead, the boy's dead mother and you take out all of her insides and somehow sew the little boy inside of his mother's cadaver and then she gets wheeled out of the house or taken to the hospital somehow and then he just erupts from her body with a scalpel and hello world i'm <laughs> here reborn i'm here reborn it wasn't taken to the hospital it was taken to the police station because the police officer who was drinking liquor at the time it was like the morgue slash police office who knows what he, uh, he wasn't good at his job just pounding this whatever drink he had some sort of whiskey or something yeah i might yeah i agree with that and then he just watches this little boy erupt out of his mother, giggling. He heard the giggles first because they're giggling from inside the body, yeah. and then he just erupted. And then you see the like the moving around. I think that's the one one really good thing about this movie is that it the, when it was made in '92, uh, no C there was no CG, so like right, the you whole were time forced. It, right. it's like practical, like the you know the stomach moving. Yeah. And it looked it looked cool, and even when he like like the cutting of the body and came out of yeah, because he had to cut through something. Yeah, so it came out of the body. It was really the thing is though nobody realized that this this woman is like like probably like sixty pounds heavier than she's supposed to be. Not to mention he's a little fucking boy, and like if you pick it up to move it, 
for one thing, wouldn't he just, like, fall out of her because it's so heavy and he's not, like, part of her skeleton? Was he, like, hidden up inside of her rib cage? By the way, he cut out of her rib cage when he cut. <laughs> the, only, the only way you excuse this is because we find out... Yeah, keep giggling. Like, all right, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> the only way that makes sense is, like, the cop was just retelling the story and, like, it's like a flashback, so it's not meant to be real. It's just what he remembers. Nope, that's really what happened. Or that. That's really what happened. Or Evan Rendell. Because his dad was Evan Rendell, so he's Evan Rendell Jr. Yeah. Good. This erupts out of the stomach of his mother. What did he do for those couple years? That's what I mean. From 57 to 59, he was just roaming around. This little toothless wonder. This five-year-old boy. Who runs out of the police station covered in his mother's blood. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> The effects were practical, but nothing in this movie was practical. <laughs> he had no teeth. He, yeah, he has te he, his he's front losing, teeth. He's losing his teeth. His front teeth haven't, hadn't grown in yet. No. And then so he ran out covered in blood holding a scalpel. Thing is, he lasted at this at that mental hospital for a long time before yeah. escaping. 59 to whatever year the movie takes place. And then in. he finally, you know. Yeah, we, get, we, don't, we miss his uprising of when he releases all the mental patients, cuts open the guy who was probably, it was, he was probably the psychiatrist if we... All, I've seen enough of these movies. He had him in a room. It was, um, shit. What's, um, I like to think, what's Halloween guy? What's his name? Loomis. He he cut open his own Dr. Loomis. Yeah, basically. And then released, he killed him, then released all the crazy people, then was doing surgery on his own Dr. Loomis, who probably for 30 years was, like, just psychoanalyzing this kid. Yeah. And then he gets fucking butchered. And then, like, what's going on? Oh, no, he's scared. We never know his name. We just found him, because the people at the hospital had no idea who this kid was. Right. So and there then, was no record of anything. No, because they Both just found parents him. parents are dead. Right. So, like, it'll be I mean, who knows what him. fucking town they found him in, but he was close enough to his hometown he could walk there. We don't know how long it took for him to get there, I guess. Right. But if he was roaming the earth for two years when he's like nine or whatever. Not well, even. he had to drive back to his hometown. Oh, he did? He didn't steal a car? Yeah, he still Yeah, because he killed the guy in the car and took his key, his little key card to get out of the gate. Yeah. So then, all right. When did he learn to drive? And he cut that in the, his own Dr. Loomis guy. He cut that guy's uh, arms off. Yeah, to play jokes. Yeah, to, gra to grab the girl's boobs. True, yeah. It's a good introduction to this character. It, well, what, it really what, was. What was the joke? Because, I mean, he's oh just a walking God. caricature. He had so many one-liners. He's a walking caricature. Like, uh, when he was, had the tube in the one lady's mouth, it was like, I know, it sucks. And then he's like, uh, laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. Uh, if you think that's bad, wait till you get my bill. That was a good one. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah, um, or um, when the cop busted in and he said, I don't believe you had an appointment. Yeah, because when someone infiltrates your little scheme, your little secret secret surgical operation, the first thing you say is in character and tell him that I don't think you had an it's appointment. It's not in character. This man is just a psycho. Right. He's just That's a mentally ill man who he thinks he's a doctor. He needed treatment. And, like, in his head the entire time, he's killing, but, like, it's almost like it probably in his head he doesn't think he's killing. He just thinks he's, you Helping? Know, helping and getting hearts, collecting is that, hearts. Is that, like, our Jason? The Jason isn't <laughs> actually killing people. He's just trying to get make friends. Right. He, he doesn't know how to communicate. He's, yeah, Dr. He raised by, he was, just thinks he's helping people. Because Jason was raised by wolves. He doesn't he, know how to talk like a person. Right. Um, another one was, I hope you have protection. Yeah. Before he cut that guy's dick off. Why? And uh, checkout time was another one. Get ready to take your medicine more high. The doctor is in. Yeah. They I mean he had so many. They just kept. They he just knows never enough. stopped. Right. I have dis I haven't discharged you. 
Uh, do you feel any discomfort? All of this stuff as he's, you know... Killing. Killing. Brutally killing everyone. Yeah. He was injecting them with shit. We didn't even know what that was. Just chemicals. Probably just random chemicals he found in his basement. Who knows? Because he goes back to the town because he knows they killed his father. And he's literally out to get revenge for his dad. Some 40 years later. What he says to that lady when he, after he cuts the guy's arms off, he says, should have kept his hands to himself. And then he waves him around. Yeah, waves his little flaily, bloody stumps around. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but the story is then he goes back to his town. And that's when these kids are in high school, correct? They're in high school, they yeah. Look they look much are, older. They are in high I don't know, uh, Jen doesn't look that old. Jen passed right. Jen she could have high She could have passed as a high school student, I guess. That 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 is believable. She um I never watched Charmed, but apparently she was on Charmed. Was she one of the witches? Yeah, she's like one of the main and she's in the movie The Craft. She looked, That's what I recognized her from was The Craft. Also a movie about witches. She yeah, I'm sure there's a connection there. And she was on Charmed for I don't know, she played Piper Hollywell. She did look familiar, but she's one of the young, main three people her. on Charmed. Yeah, they're witches. Witches are... And also, she would have been like 20 years old during the making of this movie. This movie? 19 or 20. That's fine. That's young. It looks young. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, most, most of the people did look young. A few of them did not look as young as they probably sh were supposed to be. I don't know. They seem... They like the, seem... Dude, the dude Mark from Roseanne, he was like a teenager on Max. Roseanne. Max in this movie, but I, Mark. Right, that's why. Is more, is, right, Mark and Max. I kept forgetting right. his actual name in the movie. No, that's so fine. I but I forgot about Mark. that was his name, Roseanne. So that makes sense why he'd be called that. Max had a had a special stress test he was going to give Jen. Yeah, but it had a lot to do with his penis. Well, I mean, of course. Because like we need to just brief. Because like with them, we get this introductory scene with this Doctor Giggles. It's just out of this world. Then it throws it, I mean, us. Then I mean, it, it really started and good. it just like kind of like it was like yeah, it did. Rrr. That's a good way to do it. Imagine this starting with the kids instead. I would have been terrible. It would. I would have been unhappy. Oh yeah, it would. It would have been like, like every other horror movie. Right. Nope. Because like imagine we don't we need but you need the intro scene. It's crucial. It's great. It is. It's fantastic. Like if there was a movie, if the prequel movie took place, you know, before this movie, it would end with him like. Probably like escaping, mm -hmm. like it would deal with his dad, and then it would deal with him a little bit at the end. It's like, oh, the son's gonna take up the dad's mantle of killing people, and then we get this. I mean, fine, I'll call it a masterpiece. I don't want to. <laughs> it's not a masterpiece, but it's I mean, just... it does exactly what it needs to do. Right. And then it's, it's a, over. it's a, it's a decent direct-to-video horror movie. I mean, decent is again lovingly said, because like it is, and yeah. he he, he lives it up. And like the, he's a, the Larry Drake who plays Doctor Giggles, he good it's, performance. He's a great yeah. And um, I always remember him more. Obviously, I've never even seen this movie, but I always remember him from Dark Man. He plays the character Durant, who's like the main bad guy. Oh, there you go. In uh, I think almost all the Dark Man movies, there's like he comes back in one, and then there's like a whole thing. Anyways, I won't, don't want to spoil Dark sure. Man for everybody who hasn't seen a movie that's like. You probably shouldn't. Twenty five years probably old. I shouldn't do that. Don't do that for anyone who hasn't seen it, or who <laughs> any, doesn't remember any anything. Of, he's any seen. of the Darkman movies. Yeah, don't. But he's in at least one or two of them. Because I think the second second one's called like the Return of Durant or something. That rules. So, spoilers for the first one. Durant oh my god, he back. comes back. Great. But yeah, he's like the main bad guy in Pissed. in, in Darkman, and which is funny because we talked about Darkman uh, last week. Yeah, on yeah, the we podcast. Did. Yeah, it happened. So it was like a weird, a weird connection there. Between uh, this and that, but 
Uh, so it starts off with those kids. Well, not starts off, but like, what's how you're getting your introduction to? Yeah, they get out, like, of, they get out of high like, school, 90s high school. It's basically like they're introducing you the, to these teenagers because they're the ones that are going to end up dying. Right. Because there's really no other reason to introduce them specifically because... They don't do anything. Honestly, it's fine the way they did it because it's a, it's like a lot of horror movies at the time. It's like, you you know, you're trying to pander to teens, especially directed video at the time. So it's like, okay, well, it's like, oh, teens, another, it's like a teen slasher type of movie. Mm, it is. And, but you could honestly, could have had him maybe introduced one character as the main kind of thing and maybe somebody she knows but then every other death could have just been people in the town right it didn't have to be these specific teenagers that you got to know a little bit remember when they're introducing this this gaggle of children they point out like the two tall twins and then we never saw them again what a weird thing to point out they never came back they'd ever do anything do we even see them again they might have been at that oh, party. Oh, yeah, those, no, those two twins? I don't remember. Yeah. Because they made I legitimately the, don't remember seeing them two of these, Two of these promiscuous ladies, like, oh, there's the Twin Peaks. Let's go climb them or some dumb shit. Then they went over to these two, like, real tall, blonde twin dudes who, like, oh, those, you'd think that would have, there would have been some some weird kill, some weird twin thing down the... Right. No, they're just, they just got to live their lives in this town where everyone gets murdered. They lucked out. That seems like an odd thing to, to make me deal with. And then just, like, they just got these two twin extras on set, and they're like, hey, let's use them. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, that's seems like that's what happened, to be honest. It, when we when we, when you meet the gaggle, though, um, when do you find out right away? Basically, the main character, Jennifer, has a heart condition. Which, which I is, thought, which I, thought, I know. thought was, like, a weird, though, I mean, I, it, it, it pays off, but at the in the beginning, the way it's introduced, it's almost just like, why the fuck is this a side thing? Like, it's like, it's almost so obvious that it's going to be a thing later on. Yeah, well, that's why it's, yeah. But it's just At like, least it's in the, I mean, that's why it's But there. it just kind of felt like she didn't have to have this whole thing. He still could have been like. Nah, he has wanted. Why. I mean, it make, I guess it makes sense. Like, he wanted to perform the experiment on her. Otherwise, he's just killing people. He chose the experiment on her, which would well, have led to her he dying he was anyways. just killing people, and he probably would have just killed her. Right. If he didn't find out right. that she had a heart condition. Right. Because once he found that out, then he's like... He's it obsessed like, with it like triggered her. this thing in his right. head. Like, now he has a purpose. Oh, shit. My dad was working on heart transplant stuff. I should help this girl. Yeah, it's when he changed his motive as, you know, when he switched from just kill, kill, kill. It's time to kill to I'm going to help save this woman. Save. Yeah. I course. remember him saying that, too. Yeah, he... What? Kill, kill, kill. He it's did. time to kill. He did, yeah. He's writing a song. <laughs> he's writing a song. <laughs> I'm gonna write that song. Kill, kill, kill! kill. It's time to kill. It's time kill, to kill, kill, kill! You're gonna die. He, it's there's yeah, something. It's there's something you said earlier that was. I wish I could remember what it was, but I, don't know. I, I wanted to say, although it's like a new band name, but you, I want, I wanted to also let can let you finish saying oh. what you were saying, so I didn't want to interrupt. But uh, fair, maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe it's true. It could might. I don't know. Maybe it might happen. I don't remember what I said. But, but yeah, in your it, song, you should have like in the beginning right. or at the end, like have like a giggle, the Doctor Giggles giggle at yeah. the end of the song. Yeah, how's that go? <laughs> Basically, and it's just I love when he when he did it when he got like pushed up against the wall, right? And he like flew back and he was. <laughs> yeah, it's what he does when he feels pain and joy. <laughs> it's his only sound. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because because he makes that sound in the beginning, like that mental institution, they nicknamed him Doctor Giggles. 
Because, like, they didn't really never, they never knew his name. Yeah. So I like to think he's, like, a nine-year-old boy, and they're like, oh, Dr. Giggles! It's really fucks him up for life. Right. The schizophrenic man. I, mean, I, I feel like maybe the doctor, that nickname maybe came later on in his life. Those... Because he probably, at the insane asylum, just kept, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor, too. Oh, you're a doctor? Oh, I'm a doctor. And All just right. walking around to other patients. Hey, do you need help? I'm a doctor. Yeah, that doesn't help him if he's in a mental institution surrounded by doctors and he thinks he's a doctor. So he's around doctors all the time. And then he's around patients. Yeah. And thinking that they're his patients. How many people was he just trying to treat in, like, the mess halls and stuff before they obviously locked him in a room somewhere? Because at one point, there's no way he would have been allowed just to roam around. Like, after his... You know he killed somebody at the hospital once. And they're like, nah, no, we're locking you up in some other room. But somehow he escapes. Again, who knows what he was doing with his Dr. Loomis. Yeah, it almost reminds me of... Um, recently, I was watching Cult of Chucky, and that takes place in, like, an insane asylum yeah. hospital scenario. And there's, like, a patient that, like, thinks... Things I won't. So I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't want to spoil anything. But it's like side eye here. But it's like it's a character that's like, oh, um, I, I, you know, nobody can see me. You're the only one. Like right. just crazies. Right. Like you mind. know, they think these things, and they're right. surrounded by people, and being surrounded by people isn't helping their condition. Basically. Gotcha. It's, yeah. It was not. the connection. Without. Right. I'm not going to spoil anything from Cult Good. of Chucky. I, I know you haven't seen it. Most people yeah, listening still new. Um, to new to people probably because I mean it's on Netflix. Uh, and there could be there could be a lot of people that are like, oh, new Chucky, but they haven't seen like the yeah, last so you have one. To, you want to go through I, it? Because I feel like after Seed of Chucky, a lot of people were like, all right, I'm probably. done. Which is fair, because Seed of Chucky, for the most part, is not good. It has, like, its moments, but the last two Chucky movies made up for it and, and like, made that movie matter. It's crazy. It's, like, it's hard to explain to anybody that's seen Seed of Chucky and at that point, by that point, is, like, so sick of Chucky movies right. to, like, tell them, like, oh, well, these last two movies were so good that they made that movie that's not that good matter. It's like Tokyo Drift. But it's like Tokyo Drift, but if the same person wrote all of them. Because, like, he wrote that one. He And he directed that was a, So, Don Mancini, the guy who wrote all of the Chucky movies. Yeah. All the Child's Play yes. 1 through 3. Yes. Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, yes. and the like, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. He wrote all of them. Didn't direct right. all of them. Right. 1 through 4, he didn't direct. But he wrote them. Then 5, which is Seed of Chucky, he directed. So it's like, whoa, like, you wrote this and directed it, but, like, this one's, like... Did he direct the next two? Yeah. So, but see... But, like, he, like, grew as, like, a director or something? I don't know what happened, because it's, like... Well, Tokyo Drift or, was directed or, by the guy who went on to make Fast and the Furious matter again anyways. Wasn't it the same? It's the same was guy. Was Justin Lin the one? Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. So it's the almost the exact same thing, except the first... Like, he jumped in, so he's like, I'm gonna make way, all this... Yeah. I'm gonna make all this matter. Yeah. It's just a... Yeah. It's just weird, though, because, like, I mean... To me, Seed of Chucky is what it is. It's way too. It's like way sillier than it. I mean, Bride of Chucky is silly. Sure. It's it's. I mean, all the Chucky movies are silly because it's a talking doll that cracks jokes and swears and whatnot. Kills and kills. But like, obviously, Bride of Chucky like went that route of, all right, now we're gonna be really self aware of what's going on. We're introducing right. this other doll. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's a thing. But then with like Seed of Chucky, it's like. They were tried to go real meta with like Jennifer Tilly being in it as uh, herself. Mm. Have you ever seen Seed of Chucky? Oh man! Oh, I won't say much no, about it. I'm gotta she go plays through her, them all in modern times. But it's a thing that is known. Like Jennifer Tilly plays herself, but also the voice of 
Tiffany. Sure. So it's like a meta thing. And obviously, Seed of Chucky, you can understand where that's going. Correct. So, like, the character that they introduced that is the child... Yes. ...is, like... Out of his mind. No, it's just, like, the... I don't even... I, don't. Won't, I won't get into it because you've never seen it, but once you see it, you'll be like, yeah. Once you if, you, if you watch that one, you might feel like, how am I going to make it to the next one? Because it's like, that character alone is just like, what? This is. All right. I wish I could remember the character's name. It's a bull. Well, I don't want to spoil yeah. things, but it's. Just let it, yeah. Just let it, let it exist I, in I the ether like, of the uh, world. Chucky will get chucked you know what? Everybody, by me eventually. Every, uh, well, his name is Glenn. The kid's name is Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, Glenn Jacobs plays nice. did the voice for the seed of Chucky or Glenn Danzig. No, thinking of famous Glens. Just Glenn. Glenn what's Jacobs. another? What's another Glenn? Um, uh, Glenn Morshower. He was on Twenty Four and in what, Transformers movies. What's the Glenn? Uh, the guy that went to space, astronaut. John Glenn. Yeah, John Glenn. Yeah, another famous Glenn. But that's a last, last name. Ah, it still counts. I don't know any other Glens. I just feel like this podcast should degenerate into us talking about famous Glens. Glencast. Glencast. I mean, this is dude Glenn Powell. He was on uh, Scream Queens, and I really liked that show. Good horror connection too. Yeah, horror so connection. Good. It, it was a great show. If you ever get the chance, I don't know where it's available now or what. Uh, like infamy kind of exists of it or whatever. But uh, good question. I don't know. We'll uh, it was out. on Fox, and it was on for two seasons, and I thought it was great, and it was really self aware and knew what it was doing. That's awesome. Uh, but and and then the uh, second season took place in a hospital. Mm, hospital time. Hospital time. Little Doctor Giggles. Doctor Giggles. Like Doctor Giggles connection. Though he never actually was in like a hospital. Mm. He was in like a mental hospital, and then his dad's doctor's office that his also dad. had isn't it like i understand like way back when like a lot of towns had their like town doctor that's what he was especially but in the 50s. he was a town doctor that not only had a doctor's office well, but this, also had his own surgery well room. the surgery room was pretty makeshift this he should not have had <laughs> it but was, it was the doors were there for it right but he sh- yeah he could have been performing house. surgeries on people he was not they didn't live <laughs> he did it seven people that died the total body count of Dr. Giggles is, is 17. Damn, he killed lots of people. Killed 17 people in this movie. Yeah, it's not good. He didn't kill that little kid. No, because he... Again, he said he's terminal. Right. Because he was playing video games. And what game was he playing? Dr. Mario. It's true. It was a nice little commentary. Because the kid's playing video games and he walks upstairs and kills his brother and his girlfriend. Who? Oh yeah, there's some weird shit. There's hey, just I'm gonna I'm gonna there. throw a question out to the uh, the um, uh, the B movie breakdown listeners. All right, so like I mean, male and female listeners, just imagine yourself on either side of this gender spectrum. You're alone with your significant other, and then women. Let's say, and then man, you, you're gonna get saucy, get sexual with your loved one. Now, men, would you would you offer your your sexy lady? Would you offer to give her the um, Corset, basically, and um, stockings, the lingerie of your mother that you stole. She's on vacation, and you wanted to give this to your loved one to put on so you could have sex with her in your mother's clothing. Would you do that? And girls, would you think that was romantic? Do you like that idea? Wearing your boyfriend's mother's clothes before you get intimate? Is it a good idea to do? Why would you do that? 
thing is, kids these days, man, those days, it's it's super bizarre to want your girlfriend to wear. It's not. Why her, would you do that? To wear her mom, your mom's why lingerie. You, there's a lot going like, on. Like wear your mom's clothes is already weird enough, but wear your mom's lingerie. Well, it wasn't like oh, you, I you know we messed up your shirt because we spilled some shit on it. Here, take my mom's blouse. And I was like, I'm gonna have sex with you. Wear these clothes. Yeah. No bad news. And it's not also, good. Also, he was like, oh, my mom's gonna be so pissed that you know. She thought she was bringing this with her or whatever. Like, her, I mean, I don't know his mom. Maybe no. she, maybe that was her only well, lingerie. She's going to come home and find out her son died. Maybe her only lingerie. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, I feel like she might have had maybe another thing of lingerie he could have uh, taken and let her take that with her on vacation. Right. Did also, he could have just went to, like, the mall. Because, <sighs> like, teenagers hang out at the mall. So like he could have just been hanging out at the mall and been like, I'm gonna stop in the Victoria's this. Secret or, right. or whatever, and uh, J.C. Penney and bought this at the store. And did his does his mom have the body of a high school girl? Because it fit yeah. her. His, so like his right. mom must be pretty pretty um physically Mil fit or milf. Were, yeah. There you go. Milf. Total milf. Yeah, he wanted to milf his mom. <laughs> Mother like to fuck his mom. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a weird. It's not good. I don't understand the it's, situation there. Well, you saw um, it play out. <laughs> or like, why wouldn't you just give her the clothes and not just like, hey, I've got these for you. We don't need to you know, know where they why came explain from. It. It's like these came from my you mother. You know, it's funny you mentioned how like, oh, the parents gotta come home to like their dead kid. It's it's something you never think about really with these with most slasher movies. All these kids, where it's all these teens dead, and you like you dead. have to deal with their parents finding out the that this happened to them. And grandma has to come in, get a flight to come in for the funeral because her grandson's dick got chopped off by a mad doctor. What? How do you explain? How does this wake go? And like, when what did is the, that? When did the brother like discover the bodies? Yeah, he, now he's traumatized for life. Is he gonna grow up and kill somebody? Is he gonna have a fascination with like de-dicked people or something? What's that about? She's gonna start cutting off dicks. And like, what did he do? How did he kill? Did he just like stab her? How did he kill her? I forget. The girlfriend. How did he kill her? Yeah, he stabbed her because he had the scalpel with him. That's when he was being a pussy with his little little pointy objects so like big giant six foot tall man six foot six some which tall is, man just like scalpel death which scalpels are sharp i don't like that in movies i've realized like a knife i can deal with a machete a chainsaw a little scalpel poke like ah, i don't like that <laughs> you know what's funny like that. is that it's like the, a paper cut the whole movie he's just like using a scalpel for not the whole movie but for a while or syringes he's just using poison. a scalpel or syringes and a few other little gadgets here and there but then at the end, he has a whole like thing. Why wasn't he using these the whole time? Because it when, was so so much cooler. When he survived the explosion at the end in his dad's makeshift lab, because um, eventually everyone's looking for this guy and there's all out war. Um, then he like he becomes you know well anyways yeah he has all these contraptions he like made them like right. those are normal devices right like, so spring forward giant stabby stabs. So why wasn't he using these the whole movie? They would have been cool. He as was fuck. because like he was inspired as he was on his deathbed. Like no, my he, work must continue. He didn't I'm gonna all build these. Then. He they built them. That would have taken way too long. Well, that did. That much time didn't pass. He's a fast guy. He's a good worker. But I feel like this movie could have been taken to like that next level. Like it could have been a little bit better had he used those like contraptions as a whole movie. Some it's like true. neat deaths because like some of them like were like where they stuck the tube down and had the thing. Like that was cool. But most of them were just stabs or slices. That woman wasn't Winona Ryder, was it? No, it okay. wasn't. She look, did look like Winona Ryder. Because I'm like maybe it's like really earlier Winona. Like but that'd be like like Beetlejuice would have already came out by that point. You know what I mean? 
Tamara was played by this woman, Michelle Johnson. So she still looks a lot like Winona Ryder. Yeah. She looks a lot like her. More so then, because she was a lot younger. Right. And but Winona barely... Winona barely I was trying ages. to see if they were in any movies together. That would have been uh, interesting. Winona barely ages. No, but she... if that's a modern picture of that woman, she barely ages too. Yeah. She's in Waxwork. That's a movie we should watch for the podcast. That's cool. She's also in Driving Me Crazy. Not the, not the Britney Spears... Drive me crazy, by the way. Tales from the Crypt. Well, yeah, the TV an, an show. Yeah. These are just murder. These are just you know TV credits. Good job. That's awesome. Yeah, she's in Death Becomes Her. That's oh, a good shit, movie. That is. Oh yeah, that is it. Was she? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, she's really done nothing much since then. It's a steady acting career, man. It's yeah. good. She's still it's alive. Great. I well, I would hope so. She wasn't. Well, the, I'm just saying, I would like she could have so. died. I don't know. She played a bitch of a character though. Oh yeah, for sure. But she definitely had like. A very similar Winona Ryder haircut. It was very, and I was like, it's not Winona, but like it's real close. Oh yeah, it was. It was definitely close. But like even, but like Winona at the time would have been, though. Like I even questioned. I wrote it on my notes. Like how old was Tamara supposed to be? Right, because Dad was not. She was younger than Dad. Right. Maybe not, because everybody looks older back then. (laughs) That's not. That's always true. In everything. Like everybody in a movie before nineteen ninety eight. She was twenty seven. So I guess it's not like the dad was probably like what, like forties. Look him up. Let's find out how old he was, just to compare these ages. Not that it matters. He can bang whoever he wants. His wife. We didn't know how because his wife died. She had a heart thing, right? Right. And it was she came back for a routine procedure and then she died, and that's why Jennifer was scared of hospitals and she hated the fact that he was that, forty-seven. So there's a twenty-year difference. That's pretty awesome for dad, I guess. Suppose. Yeah, especially when his wife just died. She just died. And he's like, mm, well, I'm over it. Yeah, like, I'm bang this other well, we were wondering, like, how long has it been since mom died? And then she's, Tamara's just like, just died. Because he's like, Jen runs in the house and she's, then she runs away. She has a, there's a lot of drama going on at the, the festival that's right. going on, the summer bash. But for this little anecdote, he, you know, basically she comes home and the parents are, Dad and Tamara are banging upstairs, and she's like, blah, blah. She's whining and crying because she doesn't have good things going on in her life. It's not important right now, but about Tamara. Um, then Dad basically finds out Jen was home and wants to go look for her, and then Tamara throws a fit. And he's like, aren't you coming with me? She's like, no. Right. It's, like, just, it's, just, it's, well, it's his I, daughter. I understand her reason. She just wants to have sex with him. No. Sex all day long. No. That's what she wants. She was upset because she felt like Jen was trying to tear them apart. So she's like, why would I go look for this bitch who's trying to uh, disrupt shit with my And man? he's like, it's my daughter, idiot. And she's like, I don't care about that. Yeah, she doesn't. She, she doesn't want, have to. It's not her kid. She just wants a dad dick. Yeah, she just wants that DD. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so weird. You're the one that's a dad dick. Well, that's what she wanted. I mean, it's true. And then... Uh, one thing we didn't... Speaking of DD... Yes. I just really quick jump back to DD, but I just want to talk about because she jump was a, back to dad dick. We will jump back to some dad dick. Um, but the the ice cream Tamara took out of the refrigerator because it was not out of the freezer. She's crying because she's even, upset even because ice cream dad in the left. The refrigerator can't be in the refrigerator for very long because it'll just turn into like soupy mess. Right. This was, was like half frozen half and it was frozen, just like a mess. Soupy. Like the freezer was broken. Like the fridge had like. 
stopped working and somebody kept opening up the freezer door and it wasn't holding air. Ah, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. That's right. That was a weird, really weird ice cream thing. Dr. Giggles pumped her stomach and killed her. It's true. Anyways. And the blood into the ice cream. Yep, yep. dad the, dick. Uh, well, not necessarily dad dick, but the initials DD. Daredevil? Um, not Daredevil. I wish Punisher's coming The out. actor Dougie Doug. Yeah, I saw that too. He, uh, more famously in Cool Runnings. This is pre-Cool mm. Runnings. Yes, it so is. So kind of pre his, like... Because he's even in some sitcoms in the 90s as well. It's This is a real progressive film because the first guy that dies a black... Well, not technically not because somebody was killed in the beginning, I suppose. Multiple people were killed in the beginning. But, I mean, the first of the kids is a black kid. I don't right. like that. I mean, that's just a thing that was in a lot of movies yeah. then. Back in the day, yeah, black people died a lot. It's bad news. <laughs> it's bad news. Not good. Uh, but... Anyway, oh, what was I going to say? So, Dougie Doug. Yeah. From Cool Runnings. Yes. The black guy who died that you're talking about. That's him, yes. He, he died because... And it's such a fucked up way that he... Why he died. Right. Because... Yeah, He doesn't... had a plan for his fr- him and his friends to go to this uh, Rendell house. She thought it was And like, plan. you know, like, oh, explore it. And then his his plan was for them to be in this room. And then the other friend to... Jam the door shut. Well, she accused to lock them him. In. She accused him of that was his plan. It was totally his because he laughed like when she asked him. I don't. It know, was man. totally his plan. He wanted to lock her in a room and to like basically like force himself upon her. Yeah, like, you've got a choice now. He's gonna yeah. Harvey Weinstein her. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good yeah it's true it'll be a week old by the time this goes this up, but... controversy will not be over for a no. while cause fuck Harvey dude yeah have you read some of this shit oh yeah that's uh, not good nope nope but now like all sorts of people are coming out of yeah because it's pretty... different imagine exists. every movie you've seen produced by him with hot women in it he's probably done that to every single one of them right and it's like I love every Kevin Smith movie and almost ah! all of Kevin Smith's movies up until like recently were produced mm-hmm. by yep. Weinstein Company or Miramax. Yeah, same I have, deal. In this collection, I probably have so many Miramax movies. It's not good. Rose McGowan stuff, not good. It's yeah. bad news. Why did she get kicked off Twitter? That's a good question because Twitter, don't give me... It's okay to threaten. Like, it's, touched- okay, it's okay to threaten nuclear war, but if you start calling out people about sexual harassment and stuff... But like, who touched Terry Crews? Yeah, that gay had some gay producer or something. I don't know. Or was he assumed it? He made it sound like it was a guy, right? Right. So like, and then like just like winked and laughed at him, and Terry was there with his wife, and like, what the fuck? I saw um, there's this comedian Jacob Siroff who's like obsessed with Star Wars. Okay. Uh, he's he's on Douglas movies a lot, and he like he also loves the prequels. Yeah. And like the new one, loved. The Force Awakens, he loved it. Yeah. But like to him, it's still not part of Star Wars because it wasn't George Lucas. Sure. So like that's where his mind right. is. At. He's, He's like that this, is, this is like fan fiction to him, right? Basically. But but he saw it like seven times in theaters. Of course. But anyways, of course. So he had a post today on Facebook that just said it said, uh, "Please not George Lucas. Please please not George Lucas. Please not George Lucas." <laughs> no, George Lucas was too busy touching himself around about Jar Jar, so he's. <laughs> He had a happy life with his wife. He's fine. That guy, Jacob Siroff, has a Jar Jar Binks tattoo. I mean, you're owning it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, he owns that's it fine. fully. He loves to argue with people about Star Wars. Man, a that's lot. fine. I'm sure. It's just a fun thing to do. It is. Yeah. Star, well, yeah. Star Wars troll. But yeah, it's like, it's just like, oh man, it's just like, it's all trickling out now and everybody's saying stuff. I mean, it'll die down, I'm sure. But, but it's I just mean, like, imagine like, 20 years of filmic longer. But remember there was that, because there was that stuff about Brian Singer a few years ago. Well, yeah, and with, that kind of just went little, away. Little boys and stuff. But like, it wasn't that ended up not being true. And like the guy 
the guy who was accusing him was like making stuff up but and again, embellishing like, stuff and that guy wasn't even like underage when it had he was like well like into his like mid 20s possible but this, he was just like into younger dudes poss- and like that guy made it be like oh he's into like boys right. but he was like oh well Brian Singer is just into young dudes and like takes him on weird vacations well he and he uses <laughs> and uses his power and probably forces but, him but, on but like I feel like that kind of fell apart and it, like maybe I think because the guy who was like the f- accuser like embellished so much shit Weinstein's not embellished no his no. shit is real life no yeah his shit's going and, like, down it's, and everybody he's, he's taken down Peltro, every, he's taken down they're yeah all, they're all um, He's yeah, he's taken down. Who who? Made... Well, I mean, he's gone. They they fired him. Well, yeah, I know, but like he's dragging. I wonder how his brother feels about this. His business business partner. Well, he's being dragged, and he's dragging everybody through. He, he's who he's ever talked to, and like I was looking at just different comedy clips and stuff. Like people have making offhand jokes about him doing this shit for years. Oh yeah. So like everybody knew about it, but like it was just who's gonna go up against the man, right? And like it didn't right. took until for, now. For the longest time, he was such a juggernaut. But I feel like nowadays Weinstein Company almost even just not really. They don't put out a lot of stuff, and which it's not, again like, could play company. into like it's all right. You're the 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 beast is weak, so let's knife him a little bit, yeah, and take him out, yeah. Fuck, and like I'm sure his brother probably witnessed some of this stuff. And there was that one, but he's like and didn't say anything. So this is like, does anything fall on him? How about all it's his like a whole like mess? How, and how well because like supposedly he would have like his assistants and aides like set up these fucking meetings where he try to go to rape town. And, like, so, like, they would just, like, set it up and then, like, wash their hands and, like, walk. Like, whatever happens, happens. But, like, you organize this thing. All these accomplices. Right, but, like, if they're just organizing no butt, it and man. they, honestly, they really they don't. Do they do know. Everyone knew. <laughs> I mean, I don't know these people. I'm going to invite this 20-year-old up-and-coming actress to this apartment, this uh, hotel room with this psycho in a bathrobe. Yeah, Kevin Smith had some good uh, words about it. I mean, because, I mean, that's somebody... You want to talk about somebody whose career was started, yeah, because of the Weinstein's. But people, I mean, can... they did they did that for a lot of people. Well, yeah. I mean, like Kevin Smith and the Weinstein's helped Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah. They started with Google Hunting, so it's like, it's just like all these people over time. And like apparently there was a thing with Ben Affleck too, where he said something about it like a number of years ago, and people just kind of off just were like, oh, yeah. that must have been like a joke or something. I just, I saw that too, like he that he had. It briefly mentions well, something. And there's about some accusers it, so. coming out against Affleck now too. It's like guys, it's a power thing because it doesn't like you can't blame any one ideology or political spectrum. It's guys with money and power right. or just like creative guys or entrepreneurs or just they just want to take whatever they can get. You know, Batman doesn't do that. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Every, everybody like Bill Cosby, and they're like, oh, I mean, whoops, it's true. Whoops, <laughs> whoops. Whoops. That's the reaction. Whoops, Bill Cosby. A whoops. You made a whoops. That's what he said when, lots he was, of when he was putting shit in their drinks. Whoops. Yeah, when he dropped, oh, his, sp- when he dropped his pudding pop on the ground yep, for whoops. the world to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no. What about when he left uh, court that one day recently? Did you see that clip? No, he I didn't. on the Jim Jefferies and a few other shows. Well, I missed the courthouse last week's Jim like, Jefferies. I, I mean, it wasn't like, it was, like, I, I guess, a good day in court for him. <laughs> As, you know, I mean, like. Obviously, as opposed to like, does he have like an apartment there now? Is <laughs> but anyways, it there every day? he's leaving the courthouse. And, you know, there's cameras everywhere, and he's yeah. walking out, and he just goes, "What does he do?" He goes, hey, hey, hey. "I did see that." No, wrong time for Fat Albert. Wrong, wrong time. Don't bring him into this. He's a fictional character that you created. He has no attachment to your right fests. God damn it, Bill Cosby, you fucking asshole. Fuck you. Oh, Fuck shit. you and just 
Yeah, Fuck not good. You. I don't know how we got started. Oh, because the, the... Yeah, because the guy wanted to pull Harvey Weinstein on her. Yeah, he trapping her in a room. Yeah, trapping her in a room. And then jerk off on her or some shit. I mean, I don't know. If, I think he just wanted to have sex because he's a teenager. I don't think he was like, okay, we just jerk off on you. Unless maybe like he's like just real inexperienced and doesn't know a lot about sex and thinks that that's what sex is. is just like <laughs> jerking off on a girl. Then I'll accept that. Or what, I'll accept that or, then. I just want to imagine a movie that everything up until that point is exactly how we see it. Okay. Everything we see right. is exactly how we see it. But then all of a sudden it becomes like a saw situation where it's this girl and this man trapped in this room and it's like a prey and predator type thing. And like, But you don't hear anything about any other characters ever. It's just this one stuck in this weird room yeah, with this weird be doctor. Weird because the room is not big. I know it would be like an art film. <laughs> but like that movie Room? I never saw that movie Room. I like the room. No, the room. Room with the, like, um, was it Jodie Foster? No, yeah, that's Panic Room. Okay. <laughs> this is Room with Brie Larson. She won an Academy Award for it. Oh, I did not see it's that. It's like her and this like child. They're trapped. They're like kidnapped or something and forced to stay in this room. Nope. And then they like escape. I don't know. I'm so glad I thought of Panic Room though. That was funny. But I, I never saw. I never saw. That was Jodie Foster, yes. right? Okay. Uh, and Jared Leto. And, and um, there's a bunch of people in it. And what's uh shit. Dwight Yoakam, he's in it. He's one of the robbers. What's what's his what's his name? The half cyborg man from The Force Awakens, or Rogue One. What's his name? Half cyborg man from yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, that should be enough. I could describe him more, but I'm choosing not to now. Oh, Force Whitaker. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to refer to Force Whitaker as a half cyborg character. Man. Uh, for it's a huge part. He's clunking around. I was, and he's sorry, barely I, was just, alive. I was just thinking of the like the robot. Voiced by uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. I was like, Alan Tudyk definitely wasn't in Panic Room. No. He was not. You never know. Kristen Stewart also in Panic Room. Mm. You know, Twilight chick. Yeah, I, no. I don't remember. She young. Yeah, she well, was a young child. Yeah, right? she was. Interesting. She was the little girl then. Yep. She was. She was. Remember that? Did you ever see that movie Flight Plan with uh, Jodie Foster? I never did, but it was like, no, she's on a plane with like her daughter, and all of a sudden her daughter disappears, and everyone's like, you didn't have a daughter on the plane. I knew plane. about that, right. I never saw that, but it seemed like horror. It just seemed horrible. I don't know. It seemed like they show up in like the Berenstain universe turns and didn't have a daughter. <laughs> and like everyone's like, You never had a daughter. But yeah, I did. Nope. Right. And like but like shady shit's going on in the plane, like conspiracy stuff on just on the plane. Alex though. Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's on the plane. Yeah, he's on the plane. Mm. He directed that movie. Oh my god. Can you imagine if that man made a movie? Yeah, if it was his movie, I knew where the plane was going. <laughs> Nowhere, because it was all heat rays. Yep. <laughs> all right. Now we're talking about Alex Jones. <laughs> we don't need to do that. You need to get back on track. I mean, Alex Jones could have played Dr. Giggles. I was hoping for a better transition against a better Dr. Alex Jones jab. I thought you had it oh. in there. Try again. Like what? I don't know. Just something. Anything. The like, first thing that comes to your mind. I mean, about comparing Alex Jones to Dr. Giggles. We could have had Alex Jones in this movie when he stabs somebody instead of saying like a witty line like, you know, the doctor is in, like, yeah. turn the frogs gay! <laughs> Stab somebody. All right, somebody fan edit this. <laughs> Redub it and just make Dr. Gill's Alex Jones. <laughs> and he does his Alex Jones quotes. He could play the part. He could. Uh, speaking of playing the part, uh, Ted Danson was possibly going to play Dr. Giggles at one that point. That would have been wild. It would have been a weird... Like different. 
like different. I can't. I can't picture Ted Danson as a murderer. I guess he could be like a serious murderer, right? He wouldn't be able silly, to be silly. He wouldn't have. Like been... he was like funny on Cheers and in multiple right. movies he was in. Where no, but he's comedies. not. He's not really goofy. He's silly. He's like funny. He's like a serious. Silly. It's more right. like a like a dry funny. Even on Cheers, his character was kind of silly. Some like fun sometimes, but not like. No, this. I feel this movie would have been less tolerable because he would have been delivering these lines straight. Maybe that would have been good. Cool, come on, Ted Dance in the mouth. But, yeah, like, he wasn't living up. I mean, not that Dr. Giggles didn't deliver the lines. He delivered a lot of these lines just straight. But yeah. it was sillier when he did it. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I don't know. I just can't, it's hard to picture, like, Ted Danson. Yeah, especially even at, especially at the time, because that's, like, Cheers was still running pretty good. Yeah, I don't think he was going to touch Dr. Giggles and he was still Cheers be, was going And he on. was, like, hooking up with Whoopi Goldberg. There's a reason why this wasn't happening. So. Because he was set with Cheers. He wasn't going to do Dr. Giggles. Right, he, but he did Getting Even with Dad, so. Oh, wow. Well. That's the Macaulay Culkin movie that he did, where he was like a deadbeat dad, step like his deadbeat dad to Macaulay Culkin, but he was like a criminal. He was like robbing people. Weird. And like, but his like son was like caught on to it and was like trying to make his dad like go straight. It's like a comedy. A comedy. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing it in theaters. That sucks. Getting you, even with dad. You saw it in theaters. Yeah. Oh, I was a kid that... in the nineties that wanted to see movies with Macaulay Culkin. Why is that weird? Because that's weird. He's not it's, fighting people at Christmas time. No, but I saw Richie that's, Rich in theaters. I saw that's all Macaulay these. Culkin. I saw. I didn't see the last dumb thing you said, but I saw. Getting Richard, even with Dad was probably before Richie Rich. Who cares? A thief's son cons his father into spending more time with him. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Who wants to see that? This sounds so sad. There's no dinosaurs or aliens. That sucks. Dinosaurs and aliens. Yeah, there's no dinosaurs or aliens in that. Why would you watch that? What does dinosaurs have to do with anything? That's cool. That's not cool. But what does it have to do with Macaulay Culkin? Why would you see a movie without him? When did he deal with dinosaurs? He didn't. That's the point. If it doesn't have dinosaurs in it, why would you just watch a random movie about getting even with Dad? I'm judging we you watched, hard now because you we, got real defensive about getting even with Dad. We watched a movie... Right, just now, about a doctor that murdered people. That didn't have yeah, as adult men that I didn't want to watch to start with. I was fighting it. But we didn't, but we, but it's okay that we watched it and there weren't dinosaurs or lasers in it or whatever. Yeah, there was killing said. and murders. But this is getting even with death. I know what it is. Oh my God, I know what it is. I don't know why you'd watch it's not You're not watching mushroom plumbers go into a dinosaur dimension. That's a cool movie to see when you're He's a kid. He's not getting mad. He's getting even with death. Yeah, see, what the fuck is this? This is another aspect of your childhood I understand now. I think the, uh, comes the theaters also this, getting even oh, with Dad. Oh, yeah, wow, Macaulay Culkin oh, had three movies come out in '94. He had Getting Even with Dad, great flick. I guess from what I remember, I guess Ted Danson had a ponytail in it. I remember that again. And they great. go on a roller coaster. Redeeming qualities. I remember that they go on a roller coaster. Redeeming qualities. And but Ted Danson with a with a ponytail and Macaulay Culkin had long hair. Great, cool. Just saying. And then Richie Rich came out in 94. Yeah, I saw it, but I saw it like a And then the Page Master came out in 94. Remember the Page Master? I don't think I saw that. It was that. fucking awesome. It was like books came to life. And he was I just like, think I didn't... He was like, I'm the Page Master, and Whoopi Goldberg was a book, and Christopher Lloyd was the voice of a book. Maybe I saw that. Or maybe I just didn't care about Macaulay Culkin like, as much as you did. evil books. I think I just didn't care about Macaulay Culkin as much as you did. I mean, he was like similar age-ish, kind of. Yeah, I guess. So it was, was like relatable. Like, oh, there's that kid. He was home alone. I was home alone. He fought off burglars. I fought off burglars. Oh, go on. <laughs> Continue. The movie was based on my life. Tell me more about it. I mean, you saw the movie, so you oh, saw so it's it. Oh, so basically. 
It's like, it's pretty much a biopic. Where are your wet bandits? We both lived in Illinois. That's true. The character Kevin McAllister. Yeah, he did live in Illinois. Yeah. It's true. Kevin, Corey. Ah, oh, makes sense. You know, your last name and his, exactly the same. Yeah, pretty similar. You're right. We both lived in, like, mansions. Yeah, mansions. I mean, their house wasn't really like a mansion, but it was pretty damn big. It was a real big house. It was real big. God. And then you have seen those things where people comment, like, what did Kevin's dad do? He can pay for all these vacations, plane trips to France, and wherever the fuck. he for, like, the whole family. And the, the whole family. And, and The everything. whole family. And he has his massive house in a suburb of Chicago. What is he doing? I think his dad led to the stock market crash I think in that guy, passed, that guy passed away this year. Did he really? Yeah, the guy who played his dad. That's sad. Yeah, way to bring things down. Talk about his dad. Getting sad with dad. Getting sad with dad is not as good of a movie as getting even with I dad. I don't care about it, though. Ted like, Danson had a ponytail. I don't give a fuck. Imagine if Ted Danson had ponytail horns coming. Well, if he had horns coming out of his fucking head, I would have cared about ponytail that. Ponytail Ted, Ted Danson yeah. killing people as Dr. Giggles. I mean, maybe. I'll say I'm a maybe. But like, if he didn't have the ponytail, it wouldn't be as funny. Probably not. He's just a, It's just funny looking to see that guy with long hair. I know. Long hair was, I mean, a lot of, like... More guys go for the... But, I mean, you have long hair now, but it's just weird. Yeah, but, like, Ted Danson. I know, right? So it's the like, arc... He always had, like, long it, but, like, it was still, like, kept shortish. The long hair arc... Like... The long hair archetype was different back in the day. Different kind of person. Because, like, again, Ted Danson had long hair. Yeah. A little different. What's that? Are you looking up just more getting even with dad stuff, huh? Yeah, get it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting even with dad. That sounds like you have a problem with your father. <laughs> My dad's really a thief, and I have to con him into spending time with me. There's nothing wrong with getting even with dad. Yeah, I get even with dad all the time. I don't know what that means. It's like, it's uh, they should have made a, a crossover like with that board game, Don't Wake Daddy. I, anything with dad or daddy in the title, I'm just not a fan. Oh. It's creepy. Why? It's creepy. I feel like this is probably some good movies with dad in the title. Yeah, but like daddy is not good. Like, uh... It's not know. good. What about the word of father? Is that okay? To that's great. Okay. It's more mature. Yeah. Stepfather, though? That's a weird movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Stepfather killing family you know, members. Just, people, just people's fears come to life. I, oh, I don't know this guy. He's probably a killer. Yeah. He's a, he's my daddy. Oh, my God. I feel like there has to... Getting Even With Dad. That's a good movie with dad in the title. Fine. I, can, I can't. I shouldn't stand by getting no nope. dead so hard. I'm glad you got you're so entrenched. We'll watch it one day. I got, on this podcast. I'm glad you got so entrenched that yeah. now you're like defending this movie you haven't seen twenty some years. You got so entrenched <laughs> in defending getting even with dad. The joke got so serious. <laughs> it's, you've committed. It's not a movie I've even thought about. Nope. In a long time. Nope. Uh, but you know, some brain cells are worth killing. Probably the ones I remember getting even with dad. Probably not worth it. Yeah. Let him go. Uh, but what are you going to do? Right. You're going to giggle about it, just like Dr. Giggles. Right. Dr. And, Giggles, uh, go ahead. What about Dr. Giggles? I mean, it's just a, it's a good, it's a good flick. I want to fill in some, there's little pieces in the narrative that we should fill in, but I mean, because we didn't really talk about what happens to him at the end, the massive battle. Anyways, there's a cop, the cop who witnesses, like we can't talk about before, him erupt out of his dead mother and is covered in blood. He recounts the story to his partner because they investigate the house. Because, like, why do they investigate that house? Because like, they heard something or... Because this... Why do they even go in that house? I, I don't remember why they went in it. 
the cops? The, yeah, in the beginning, when he found the little cloth ripped off from oh, his they were like, insane there. asylum They were stuff. called there. Somebody called the cops to say that there was... Oh, was it the crazy on. woman? Because she heard voices or something, maybe? She died, With, though. She, was she already dead by that point? Yes. All right. I think somebody just called the cops, heard that there were like some teens like hanging out there, causing some mischief, and they heard some stuff. All right. I mean, it's an abandoned house in this kind of decent-scale town, and it's just totally run down. Which, like, they probably... If no one lives there and the sun... And no one knows where the sun is, wouldn't it have just gone back to, like, the bank? Wouldn't they just plowed it over or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't work in real estate. I don't know how that works. No, I was just thinking about how to get back. Because eventually he kidnaps Jennifer. And... Well, he kills... He attacks Dad. After he kills, Dad comes home and then gets attacked. I forget any cool lines that happened there. The one police officer who recounted the story also comes in, goes in, attacks, um, gets attacked by Dr. Giggles. But then Dr. Giggles gets shot here. gets his first wound. Right. He gets shot with a gun. And then he laughs about it. And then you see him performing surgery on himself later on to take out the bullet. Mm-hmm. And his wound looked massively infected. That was infected. That was bad. It did look... It looked nasty. It looked gross. It looked bad. Um, but then eventually he they have to go back to the house... Jennifer gets kidnapped, the main character. He's going to perform surgery on her. But this is when shit gets real. And what reminds me of, like, Jason and Michael Myers' explosions, he's fighting the uh, the cop um, in the basement. And um, what catches on fire even? Fuck, I don't even remember. I got too distracted talking about other movies than the one we just watched. Because, like, something catches on fire. Where does the fire come from? In the basement. Like, in a way, it explodes. There's, like, gas down there. And it erupts and explodes. The cop starts the fire. What does he light? What with what? Oh, I can't. remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Amazing how we just watched that and that's not gone. That's gone from the brain. That's terrible. But then there's a giant explosion, and then like he explodes. The um, he cuts up the uh, he he's they're fighting on the operating table after Jennifer runs away and escapes, and the police officer wraps a chain around Dr. Giggles' neck. Then he grabs his little table saw, little surgical saw. He grabs it real good. Yeah, he does. What is he? He says this line that I don't remember because why would I? I don't care. It's a good one. He cuts into him. But then, like, Max and Jennifer are running up these stairs in the basement. The stairs fall apart. They collapse because they're made of shit because this place is deteriorating. It's probably full of termites. It's probably a condition going on. And Dr. Giggles tries to get up those broken steps to get Jenna. She's climbing up you know, to get out of the house. He can't do that. They escape. And there's a massive explosion. And then you think Dr. Giggles is dead. But do you? I didn't think that for a second. Because the movie's not over. He's coming No, back. I didn't think it is. No, no one would. It, the scene was going on too long for right. it to be. Either it was going to be a dream sequence or he was coming back. Like, it was, you know, it was one of the two things was happening. Yeah. But it just, it was going on too long for it to be like okay this is the end right another thing worth pointing out is just jennifer's jennifer's gone through so much shit with her broken like her heart not being like being iffy you know what i mean how about in the beginning when she had her little heart pack on then the crazy lady walking the dog was like trying to lift up her shirt to see what it was that was a weird moment that was worth mentioning Yeah, like what is that radio and she's like no and she's like well what is it whoa too many questions bitch that's right she got killed because he she takes this red pill at night, I guess, because she's trying to escape the Matrix or something. I don't know what that's about, what way she's going. He fills it with poison. She drinks it. She dies. He kills her ass. It's a weird... His kills were real subtle and real methodical in the beginning before he just goes all out crazy town. I mean, it happens. But then Jennifer, Jennifer goes to have surgery and he attacks at the end and it's a bloodbath. And then she electrocutes him to death. And then he falls on his she own... Does. His own wild contraptions that go straight through his fucking body. 
he gets severed and you know he needs a doctor because she spills water on the floor and uses the electrocuted the what are those called defibrillator thank you that's good shocks the concrete shocks the fuck out of him then he falls on his shit and he dies supposedly i mean maybe he, he was stabbed with those with those instruments through like the heart yeah, but we've seen movies Organs. where people survive those yeah, things. Yeah, but we don't know because there's not a sequel to Guide Dr. Giggles. They there's a comic book. There is. I don't know where the comic book takes place in his life. Maybe it's like him at the hospital and stuff like that. I told you what I want the sequel to be. I want his dead dad soul to come back to avenge his son's death. Oh and goodness. then it gets real supernatural and real creepy. Like it's a, like it wraps it around in some weird way. But then he comes back at the very end. Dr. Giggles? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be wild. But he comes out of the ground like a zombie, so he's not like a spirit, so it takes another supernatural turn. Or like at the very end, like there's like somebody going like, like they you know they're all fucked up from getting having to deal with the supernatural shit, so they're all beat up, and they're at like uh, the pharmacy, and they're like giving their prescription out, and Doctor Giggles is like a pharmacy tech. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like what? He's like, I'll fill that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends. It's perfect. Yeah. Then the next movie it just opens up with the pharmacy exploding. And he walks out looking badass. Because at the end, he looked fucking... He was becoming a monster. Like, the oh, yeah. burn victims and stuff. Oh, yeah. Michael, total Michael Myers type it, it, yeah. deal. It's funny because, like, some of these movies where you where it's, like, mental, mentally ill people being psychotic, it's... Uh, sometimes they don't talk, like Michael Myers. Yeah. Or things like that. It's just, like, I don't know. It just doesn't... They don't have any sort of personality. And it doesn't right. address that it. it's a mental health issue right. fully. So, which yeah, that's that's the whole th yeah the entire time you're watching this movie, you're just like, this is this a sick man who our health system has failed horribly. I mean, they didn't fail. They ca they had him for thirty three years in an, he, in an asylum, and then he and figured just, out a way to escape. And it just happens he escapes in the early nineties and the eighties. They were closing a lot of hospitals, but their budget was cut. The security was taken out. So it would, the hospital were, seemed like it was. They were more vulnerable. Going strong. Nah, budget was cut. Budget cuts. That's what happens when you cut budgets to health issues. Doctor Giggles is born. Well, Doctor Giggles, solid flick. Yep, he's in the past now. Watched it. It's over. Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. Now we're moving on to ninety-three. Yeah, keeping it strong. Keeping it strong. So I had an idea for a movie. You this did. Movie called Trauma. Okay. It was a Dario Argento movie. Okay. Probably weird. Probably. Because it's Dario Argento. And I've really only ever seen Suspiria by him, but I mean, it's it's just like, I feel like it's a horror movie director that I should have seen more of his movies because people talk so highly of him. But I've seen Suspiria, which is like his... His pinnacle? Top whatever movie. So I thought about that. But then there's this other movie from 93 that oh, I just thought about. I don't like this expression on your face. So like... This is not good. It's a horror movie because it was keeping him with October. Last week you gave me Dr. Giggles. What are you doing to me today? So like, I'm, do you want to go with the trauma, Dario Argento, or this well, other movie? Well, see, I'm always... Don't... Yeah, you, other you, you set it up. I get to choose a surprise. The other... The unknown. Yeah, what's that? The unknown? Obviously, what's that? 1993 film. Uh-huh. Movies came out that year. I know that. Yes. Yeah, so what movie is it? It's called The Good Son. With Macaulay Culkin? With Macaulay Culkin! I don't want to see The Good Son! I only think of three Macaulay Culkin movins, movies. Movins. I, yeah, I only think of two movins. Those moving pictures. Those movins. Two are Home Alone movins. 
and the other is a good son. Because I remember as a kid, like, oh, it's rated R Macaulay Culkin. Oh, it's scary, I bet. This is a time in my life where I thought for Home Alone was going to come out every Christmas for every year for <laughs> the foreseeable future. I was disappointed that third year when it didn't come out. It's like, oh, we're done with these, huh? Yeah. Oh. We can watch The Good Son. That's going to be too serious, though, isn't it? It's a killer kid movie, right? It is. I guess. I don't know who he kills. I never saw it. I never seen it either. All right. I just know Elijah Wood's in it. Oh, geez. Good hobbits. And uh, it's a killer kid movie. We've watched a lot of killer. I feel like this movie is like a the, I, the sequel to a killer kid movie. I feel like I feel like in the like uh, spectrum of killer kid movies. Yeah. On this podcast, we've watched so many. Yeah. It's like we're running out of them. <laughs> Which so it's like well now we might as well go to like a more mainstream killer kid movie. Sure. And watch the Good Son. The Good Son. But I do remember when this came out and so like seeing it at the video store yeah. and wanting to rent it. Yeah. Because Macaulay Culkin was in it and obviously like yeah. I was a fan. <laughs> Clearly. So, but like and not being able to rent it because <laughs> it was this like it's like a horror right. thriller type of movie. So ninety three. The Good Son. The Good Son. Macaulay Fuck. Culkin. I, we we talked about him too much to to ignore. Oh my god! To ignore Macaulay Culkin. Just writing on the fly here. Fuck. I mean, it's okay. His career died after ninety four. It was like three big ones. Getting maybe he was getting even with Dad that like killed it. Maybe that was like came out after Richie Rich and the Page Master. Well, I don't know how that would have killed it because you went and saw it. So I mean, should well, like after ninety four, after ninety four, nothing. Because, like, people only think of you as a kid, and, like, if no movies come out, like, how do you... But Richie Rich was weird, so good. It's a weird transitional period, I understand. His parents had their faces on a mountain. I understand. <laughs> I don't remember any of that shit. You don't remember that movie? No, I remember watching it, but I know, I know what happened. I just don't remember anything about it. That has long been dumb. His parents had, like, the science lab, and the guy created, like, the, that mechanical flying bee. He met... Poor kids and invited them over. Oh, don't do that. And they played baseball together. Because wow. they were playing stickball in the street. He's like, come over to my house. I have a baseball field. Did you just watch this yesterday? No, I just vividly remember it. You watched it this morning. I'm going to watch Richie Rich today. <laughs> just I watch it every day. Every Thursday morning. Every Thursday morning. It's Richie Rich. Before I go to work, I wake up an hour and a half early. Watch every day. Rich, Rich, uh, no, Richie Rich. Right. No, it's every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day. It's Richie Rich. I just Rich wake up day. and watch Richie Rich. Yeah. It's, it's a great movie. John Larroquette is the bad guy. Man, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, next week on the podcast, don't. The Good Son from 1993. As always, I'm Corey. Yeah, my name is Nicholas. And Nicholas is with yeah. me. He's here. He's giggling. And also with you. And come back <laughs> next week for more giggles and more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Fakakta Comedy Funhouse Network. <laughs> 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 <laughs>